there, friends. Welcome back to a brand new edition of the Helwani Show. I, of course, am Ariel Helwani. It is Thursday, April 28th, 2022. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you very much to the Lovely Feathers for this great theme song. Love them very much. Can't wait until they reunite either later this year or next year. And, of course, we were off last week. Hope everyone had a good break, at least for me, if you weren't off. Maybe you had a break for me. Maybe you needed a break for me. But we are back, and I'm very excited about today's program. One of my favorite people on planet Earth is on today's show, and I've been waiting for the right time to have him on this here show because I've talked to him in the past. I love talking to him. He makes me laugh. I love everything about him. I love his vibe. I love what he represents. I love how he lives his life. I love his story. I love his references. I love his music. I love his shows. I love everything about him. His name is Action Bronson, a.k.a. Bronsolino, a.k.a. Mr. Bam Bam, a.k.a. Bam Bam Baklava. He's a legend. He's a renaissance man. I've called him this before. He's an author. He's a rapper. He's a host, content creator. He's, uh, I mean, the guy does everything. He's an athlete. He does everything. And uh, he's really an inspiration. And what he's done over the past year to change his life, two years, I should say, to change his life, to lose all that weight. But he's back on tour now. He's got a new album coming out on April 29th called Cocodrilo Turbo. He's got a new uh, video out, a new single out called Sub-Zero. It's amazing. And I just thought with all these things going on in his life, of course, he's a massive MMA fan, old school NBA wrestling fan. We've got a lot in common. In fact, I think he's a kindred spirit of mine. Um, it was great to catch up with him and great to see how things are going and talk about the new album, talk about his tour called NBA Leather. He's in Canada right now. Talk about all those things and a whole lot more. Great to catch up with the one and only Action Bronson. If you've enjoyed our conversations in the past, eating matzo ball with him, strolling the streets of Greenpoint, Brooklyn with him, you'll enjoy this conversation very much. And we don't have to focus on MMA in this particular show. We get to talk about other things as well. So I really enjoyed it. I hope you do as well. And I can't thank Action enough for his time. Without further ado, here's my conversation with the one and only, the inimitable, the incomparable Action Bronson. Enjoy. You and Cheeto Vera, you guys always have different looks. Sometimes you got the big beard, sometimes you got the short, sometimes you go no beard, you go just stash. Yeah. Is it just based on mood? You know what? These days, just when I'm feeling myself, you know, if I'm feeling, if I had a good workout, I'm like, damn, I'm going to shave my face and see what it looks like under the. Because I'm always told that I look more jacked with a shaved face and a mustache like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yes, respect. Um, well, you look fantastic. We're going to get into Thank all you, this. Man. I can't wait to uh, to talk to you. Thank you for doing this. Uh, so you got the album dropping April 29th. You've already released one single. I have listened to Sub-Zero and, and watched it, I swear to God, especially on my little break, over a thousand times. The beat oh, is amazing. The rhymes... Yeah. The video is great. The old school Patrick Ewing jersey is tremendous. The fact that you're wearing the the elbow pad and your workout <laughs> shorts, like it's just like you just rolled out of the gym. The whole thing is freaking amazing. I want where did like it's so random, but it's so you. It's so great. Where does the idea for a video like that come from? How do you conceptualize it? No, I just I like to take things that I'm into throughout my life and just you know like uh, what, what's sensationalize them like like things that are like niche like strong man and bodyboarding this is shit that i've been into my whole life but most people don't even know about it and it's fucking sick like if you watch 
like highlight video. If you like highlight videos of any extreme sports, skateboarding, this, that, you watch dudes and women on a bodyboard hitting waves and flipping in the air and flying. It's unbelievable getting tucked under unbelievably huge waves. It's just, it's a rush, you know? And uh, I love Escape from Los Angeles. I love Kurt Russell. He's a great actor, you know? And that, that I just felt like that was something that bodyboarding through the city is something that I just needed to, I needed to bring that to life. So it just so happens that we have the wave pool right there in Jersey and my man, well, Scoot and hooked it up big time. And the homie James Larice, who was, he also did my video back in the day for acting crazy. So it was like, we already had a rapport and it just came together so unbelievably. I don't know. It was like, you know, I, I still like things like this. A lot of people, they don't take pride in doing videos. A lot of shit where it's just very simple. I still like to do something that's, because I like theater. Did you take it's that theater at the, to me. Oh, it's great. Was that's that going to last forever. You know, they're going to see that piece forever. So right. I'm happy it's stamped that way. Was that at American Dream? It was. Nice. So they just let you in there and you, you what, you go off hours? Yep. We did um, that overnight. We did tremendous. that like midnight. And to be honest, all the scenes that didn't show up, man, I was on fire that night. I had a triple espresso and I was literally like, I was shredding for three hours. And it was the longest I've ever shredded for. Right. Have you always been doing the boogie boarding stuff or is it more now? Yeah. In your, really? No. Even even when you were heavier? I, nah, not even when I, when I was a kid. Really? Growing up, going, I used to go to the beach every single day, Jones Beach or Robert Moses State Park and you know, I mean, I was chunked back then, too, but not like, you know, I was able to maneuver. Right. But I always loved because you had accessories and shit. You had the fins. You know, there was like a strap on your wrist. It was like multicolored. It was crazy. And me and my friend Troy, we just our mothers would take us to the beach together and we were just hours in the water with the boogie board, with the Maury boogie board. Are, are the you know, obviously, like the music industry has changed uh mtv you know I, I remember coming home from school i'd watch bt all freaking afternoon right i'd watch TRL. oh it was the best what is it like putting so you say like these things still mean something to you right the videos yeah. still mean and it's still a big deal you could still get millions of views you do get millions of views on youtube but do you feel like we are moving more and more away from that or are we going back to old school where people are investing in the videos because of youtube and whatnot how do you feel like we're we're at right now yeah, I think that people are definitely investing in the in the videos. But, you know, there's so many. You don't to get a quality video. Of somebody with a name, you pay a lot of money and it's usually record label paying for the name. And sometimes you're not happy with it, but you could spend less money and direct it yourself and be, you know, ecstatic with it and save money. So a lot of times. That's the issue is the money to make something real sick. It costs a lot of fucking money and people sometimes they don't want to get behind that. So you have to pick and choose. But to me, I still like to keep that because I, I like to do, I like to go all out, whether it be you get go out all out for one or for two. I like to do that because it, it shows that what, what you put in, you get, you know, you get back and I, I, I go all the fuck out all the way. So like for it's this just in me. Some people don't care, you know, like not, and not to say that, you know, they I care more than them. I just care about certain things more. I'm a fucking detailist. You're also an old soul. Like you like I the feel, old. Soul. 
right? I've, I, I could remember at least 50 different lifetimes I've had. <laughs> uh, like for this, for this album, how many music videos will you produce? Um, I'm hoping to produce at least three, wow. three classics, mm-hmm. you know, three and like classics. The idea of wearing the Ewing jersey, I'm just curious, like, wh- like why do you pick that for that video? Is it just what you were wearing that day? Uh, I mean, yes, and I just, you know, that that's going to be immortalized. That's what I'm seeing, and I'm, you know, I'm a Nick through and through, and that's it. I'm a Knickerbocker. What about the Knicks this year? Actually, exactly this a year like, ago. Why do we even have to waste our breath? Come on. Come on. A year ago, we went to the game against the Suns. You and I it was tremendous. Where the vibes were great. The the building wasn't full yet, but you could feel like it was like spring in New York. The Knicks yep. were back. I mean, you could make a case this time last year. Julius Randle was the most beloved athlete in New York, right? In 100%. New York, oh my God, we were so high. We and were now, so we were so we were intoxicated by him. Yes, and now a year later, this I have made the case that. And you know, it's been a depressing two decades, two plus decades. This is one of the most depressing seasons in Knicks history. Not because of the record. The record's fine. It's whatever. It's because we had the expectations of last year and the good vibes of last year that we thought, all right, we get Kemba, we get this guy, we get Fournier. Now we're going to take another step. We went freaking backwards. Did you even watch the games or did you give up on them midway? You know, I gave up. I'm not even going to lie. I gave up on it. I can't even sit through and watch and give them my time. Same with the Jets. I couldn't even do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still keeping up with them, but it's hard to give up that hard-earned time, you know? And uh, there's so much youth on that team that's promising. So I'm still, I'm, I'm still, you know, glass half full with them, to be honest with you. Obi and quickly, we just need to nurture and add more pieces. Add Keep the right tips. pieces. You want tips to stick around? Or? In essence, I like Tibbs, in the, but I don't know if he's the guy. I don't know. He's not, I don't know, like, why is he keeping these guys on? He's not, like, every time, every time these men come in, they're explosive and they show lots of, like, you know, energy. We need to, we need to keep that on the floor and not, not suffocate it. I mean, Kemba didn't work out. It's just old school mentality. Sometimes these guys, they're not, they're not reacting well with that. Like, back in the day, it was more of a, like, that was the, that was more of the the theme in sports where you listen to the older coach. No, no one's a fuck. No one's listening to that man. You know, they're not speaking to him. He's not speaking to the players. That's just the problem. Did you ever peek at the Nets? I mean, it's Brooklyn. I, I listened to the game last night while I was in the car. You listen I'm listening. To You're listening. I don't watch games. I'm listening, bro. I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens Ian to games Eagle. anymore. Uh, Ian Eagle's the man. I like. He might be my favorite right now. Kelly Tripuka. Green. Yes. <laughs> there, there's very few things that I love. I actually feel like you and I are kindred spirits in this regard. Um, you mentioned these because we're almost the same age. I'm a year older than you, but you mentioned these obscure '90s players like when i used to know the 15th man on the clippers like you mentioned marquise grissom and ron gant and like marquise grissom is one of my favorite baseball players of all time montreal expos ron gant was my favorite brave why do you get such joy out of mentioning these names because i feel like i see the joy coming out of you when you mentioned kelly trapuca of the charlotte hornets because i understand who i'm talking to you know you can't say that to somebody and then they'll have the same smile but when i say it to you i know you you know so that's how that's how you have you have to be selective in who you're mentioning these players to. You can't just be throwing Kelly Trapuca out to anybody, bro. But what is it about the, that, that era that makes you always it's go just back? that's like, it's all these, 
that that shows you what I was doing. I was looking at basketball cards, countless hours of basketball cards and olden polonies. <laughs> Antoine Carr. Yeah, I mean, come on, like unbelievable, like names that are just. I still have the books. And no one remembers them. I used to go on QVC. I bought the college hoops cards. Oh, yes. <laughs> Was it only basketball that you collected? No, I, co- I collected a lot of baseball cards. Okay. A lot of baseball cards and Marvel series one and two. The comics. Well, the cards. The Marvel oh, the cards. cards. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like now, you know. Brands and shit like that. Oh, right, right, right. So, so cards are huge now. Are you back into it? Definitely not, but I will go back and buy a bunch of those holograms of the X Men that I liked just to have. Okay. Like I'm, I'm like a brand new box. I still have a box with all the cards in, but they're all disheveled. Hmm. I have my Marvel cards, but they're all in sleeves and they're fucked up. But I have my old ones, so I'll I'll keep those and I'll have a couple of brand new ones. PSA ten. Who's your favorite athlete of all time? Like number one. Oof, man. That's so hard to say, man. The person that just came to my, the one who came to my mind immediately is Mike Tyson. Just really? Because he's, well, just because he's had such a profound, like, impact on several generations of my life and decades of my life from being able to watch him fight with my Albanian grandfather, you know, to going throughout the years and watching him progress and now going on his show and fucking him kissing my hands and us having a moment of love and just like unbelievable vibes. Like we've known each other forever. And it's like, I don't know, man, you know, like obviously I don't know Athel, but he's just for me. He's like, I don't know. He's next level. Would you consider him a friend now? I I would, I don't know him well enough, but I feel like there's something there. It's it, so for like that. You could definitely hang. Like I could hang out with him again. You know, I yeah. could definitely chill with him, have dinner, talk, smoke, chill. Right. Yeah. So you were on his show, uh, hot boxing. Is that surreal? Like, do you have a moment there where you're like, if twelve year old me would have known that I'd be sitting on a couch with Mike Tyson, just shooting the shit, he'd freak out. Like, do you do you have those moments? Yeah, afterwards. But you know what the thing is with me, like, I'm able to I'm able to put that shit all to the side and just live in that moment and, 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 uh, and just perform, you know, mm. like a lot of people, you can't just fight. You're talking to Mike for God's sakes. It's like a lot of people would be just nervous. They can't get it out. Or you just got to put that stuff to the sides. You're a pro. I'm a pro also, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a pro in what I do. Did you ever go to his early fights? Did you ever go like, were you ever able I've to? I've never been, I've never been to a boxing. I've never been to boxing. You've never been to a boxing match? Can you believe that? Only martial arts. No, it's unbelievable. I have so many. I have like long lineage of boxing with my grandfather. I've been to Golden Gloves in Queens. Yeah, yeah. And right up by the Joint Board in, in Electchester, in my neighborhood, I, they would have fucking like youth Golden Gloves. But yeah, just just MMA. Wow. Well, any particular? I mean, there's been a hundred massive events at the Barclays. I know. I, know. I don't know. I just. They don't show you love. They nah, don't roll I, the red I, carpet I, like UFC. Nah, I do. I get the love shown because I just... At the at, the thing is with this. Andy Ruiz, when he fought Joshua and knocked him out yeah. and took the belt, yeah. he DM'd me to bring him out. Come on. But I didn't see it. Oh, what? I didn't fucking see it. Yes, he, like he wanted me to rap him out or whatever. I don't know. 
and I didn't see it. And I fucking see like 15 days later a DM from him like, yo, would love to have you come out, bring me out for the thing. So that would have been the first one and it would have been fucking nuts. You would have done it? 100%. Why not? Oh, my God. That would have been an iconic moment. I just asked you right before we, we were taping if you're going to Taylor Serrano at MSG, but you're on tour. I'm on tour. That would have been a great one. I know. I've been, I, trust me, I'll be watching. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Where, where are you going to be on April 30th? <laughs> There's a fucking place that no one wants to go. It's called Hell, Michigan. Legit. Legit Hell, Michigan. I'm not going to plug what I'm doing because that's not what we're here for. Okay, fair enough. I like but that. But I'll be there. Hell, Michigan. So this yeah. is part of the tour, NBA Leather? This, but this is not a stop. <laughs> this is not a stop. This, oh, this, is, not a, this is this is this is a, a soul just me thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. The next day in Vancouver, we start. Um, Your neck so, of the woods in the great the great north. Are you going to Montreal then, still? Hundred percent. We'll be in Montreal. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple questions about the tour. First of all, NBA leather. Yeah. What does that mean? You know, no one else, they didn't like the name Desperados. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yeah hey, fuck it. you want to get you want to get crazy this tour is called nba leather tour and that's exactly how it happened wow what does nba mean does it mean nba leather which literally you fucking walk in the street you see someone with an nba leather that's just <laughs> the name of the tour why is there the thing on top of the end i didn't want to get sued ah okay <laughs> and that's all it takes i'm i don't know I'm not sure. I just so figured. So far, so good. So far, so good. You had one leg. Then you take a little break. Now yeah. you're going back Canada, Europa. You're going to yeah. Montreal. How do you tell me? How, I've never asked you about my hometown, really. Like performing there, the cuisine. Love it. Everything. Every t- I mean, I've been going to Montreal for, I don't know, 12, 12 years now. They've shown you love over the years, right? 100%. 100% percent. Oh, my God. Um, I can't wait to just. Montreal is grimy, like in the best of way. It's kind of like New York. It's not like the other Canadian cities, to be honest with you. It has more of like a an underworld element to it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I just like the vibe there. Like there's dudes like fucking GSP just bar- at the bars, just fucking at the doors, you know, just straight up killers. French Canadian wild men. Do you eat poutine? Do I? I mean, these days. Come on. Well, I'll have a touch. You'll have a touch. I'll make sure I go hard that day. Is there is there like an underrated place? Like we obviously know, like everyone wants to perform in New York, this and that. But is there a place that people would be surprised? You're like that spot. Like it always, you get a twinkle in your eye when you know that you're going there. I mean, to Vancouver, I love. You love. Vancouver. I love. I love Vancouver. I love Toronto. I love Montreal. Um, the twinkle in my eye. This tour was Atlanta and really? like the South. Yeah, like Texas, it was fucking next level. I was I was impressed. I was very happy. What What about it? I, they just they, I don't know. It was like one of the loudest crowds that was was around was in, was in Atlanta and Austin. I know that's a music city, but it wasn't it wasn't during like it wasn't it was off hours. It was mm-hmm. off peak, you know. Mm-hmm. And that shit was fucking. If there was a roof to be blown off, really. It would have blown. How much better is your experience performing 
in front of people now that you've lost all this weight? I was I was really curious to know like the overall lifestyle, the day to day. On I see you, you're like it looks like you're you're working out in between sets and stuff. But you're you're it's wearing not the same. even a joke. I really am. I'm <laughs> fucking getting crazy with it, bro. I did three fucking. I was working out three times a day on tour just because I knew I needed to. I would do one in the morning, then I'd run or do some sort of cardio with the homie because he he's he, my homie's like David Goggins. He looks exactly like him and he's fucking sick in the head. He just makes me run. Yo, get up. He throws food out of my kicks food out of my hand. Oh, like if I'm eating a sand or something bad, he'll just slap it out of my hand. I told him that, yo, just hit it out of my hand. If you see me eating a pop tart, cause I like to stop at rest stops. I always get a fucking pop tart. I don't know why. Mm. Like one of those things. Mm-hmm. Start getting into a habit. Slap that shit out of my hand. And then before I go on stage, I like to go on drenched and jacked. You want to be sweaty already? Yes. So I work out an hour beforehand. It's like the it's like going out for a fight. Who's going out cold? You know, That's fucking true. it's terrible. It's the worst feeling. I don't get warmed up until the fifth song. I need to literally I have to be sweating profusely. Then I go on and I do my hour, hour 15. I come off and I'm chilling. Now you're not tired? No, not at all. Really? No, man. My energy is through the roof. So what are you doing backstage to get drenched? I brought my mace with me. I brought kettlebells. I brought the Bulgarian bag on tour. I had a whole, I had a, whole pleth- a plethora of items. Wow. So you're quiver. traveling with all this? I'm traveling with a quiver. Golly. Are you traveling with a trainer as well? No, nah, I'm the trainer. You're the trainer. You're the guy. I've graduated to the trainer. Now, do you feel like you are performing better because you're in better shape? hundred. Bro, I fucking did a split. <laughs> a straight up fucking split. I got my legs all the way. Oh, I never did that before in my life. I did a split in front of the crowd. I was so hyped. Wow. It was fucking sick. And you could touch your toes now too. Much so easy. It's yeah. not even like if that's that's passe. I'm trying to be able to do a bridge and like flips, rolls. Why do you wear the you can't do a thing? somersault though? Oh, like Bam Bam. Yeah, I, no, I could do those. Those are car wheels. Oh, you're right. You're I right. You're do. right. Somehow, wow, I somersault. Get up, like, you're striving for that. Well, no, it's look, I was like I was training with fucking Hook and Taz. Yeah, and they were showing me some in ring moves, and I had to do a simple snap mare where I have to flip over and I got up and I was fucking vertigoed out. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not going to be fucking doing any in ring technical maneuvers. I'm not Dean Malenko over here. You know, I have a thousand maneuvers, but they're, they're on the ground. They're more like ambush and slams. I have a thousand slams. Okay, you've just opened the door to another topic that I'm desperately wanting to talk to you about. But before I get to that, uh, could I just ask, why do you wear the elbow pad? Because I'm working out. And second, it's sick looking. I just, you know, (laughs) 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 just makes me feel good. I love it. I love it. Okay, so the hook thing is amazing. I love hook. This guy is incredible. He's a rising star, AEW. He walks out. He's got the cool... Uh, shorts, his hair is all disheveled. He's young, he's fit. He's Taz's son, doesn't give an F, doesn't say a thing, walks in, walks out, and he walks out to one of your songs. It's incredible. How did this all come about? Um, I've known Taz for a while now. You know, like I, he reached, he knew that I was a fan. I guess 
to I, I think I did Bubba's con uh, a podcast or some shit like that. I had to, or maybe I told Taz a story about when Bubba fucking threatened to slam me or beat the shit out of me and called me a fat fuck when I was at ECW when I was young. What? And then whatever. I oh, never yeah. heard that story. Oh, the Elks Lodge in Queens. I used to go to ECW since I was 13 years old. Okay. My mother would drive me and my friends to go fucking the Elks Lodge. And it was the illest shit ever. So I'm with my boy, John Paul, and I just got the Sabu shirt. I saw Sabu. He signed it for me. I had the Bubba. I had the Dudley's 3D shirt. I saw I saw Devon and Bubba. I was like, yo, but. He's like, fuck out of here, you fat fuck. I'm going to beat the fucking shit out. Like, he just went in on me. And yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> to this day, I remember it. I loved every fucking second of it. Have you talked to him since? I talked to him about it. Yeah, I had him. he had me on his podcast. And he loved it. He laughed. Okay. Uh, so All right. So, so, so you're telling these stories. You're all good. And then how do you get in touch with Taz, which leads to being Hook's entrance song? I guess we we exchanged numbers at some point. We would just text, recently, you know, every so often, like, yo, you got to get you in the ring to train or whatever. So I went out to Long Island to train, and we just he hook it. Uh, hook has been a fan since he's, I guess, a younger kid, and he loved that song, and he wanted to use that song. So and I was it, like, bro, go, you fucking be my guest, please. He asked you. Yeah. Wow. And uh, how does that work with AEW? Like, uh, without, I mean, like, are they paying you for this or what? I didn't want, they, whatever the, whatever the, the I, I didn't make a big deal about any type of money. I don't care about that. I just wanted them to use it. They still have to, because it's not owned by me. It's an, on Atlantic Records. They had to pay some sort of, I guess, a little fee or whatever. Okay. But through me, I don't want a goddamn thing from them. Um, and so when you see him coming out to that song, like what, like that's a pretty, it's perfect for him. Not my, a lot of my friends are in the fucking crowd. Like my boy OPAC is literally at every fucking wrestling event still to this day. Kid that I used to go to ECW with. Wow. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? He saw Hook's entrance and he, he hit me. He's like, yo, he's coming out to your song. You're so high. Sick. And people, yeah, I was just, it's good. It's, it's, a, it's good, clean fun. Uh, have you been to AEW? Have you been to an event? I haven't. I haven't. They've come around. I mean, they've been to... Uh... I've seen. They look cool, man. It looks cool. Like, it, it, it looks as cool as it could look at this point, you know? Like, WWE, it just doesn't look as cool. It just looks a little bit more, more theatrical, a little bit more, like, playful. You know, like, it's too play. Are you following There's wrestling? Like, I... A little something here and there. Like, I, I see highlights and shit like that, but I don't watch anything in its entirety. No. I only follow I only follow mixed martial arts. I know. And we'll get to... I don't even watch any other sports at this point. Really? Not, not Yankees? Really no nothing? I'm watching. I'm with a Yankee right now. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'm with, I'm with my man who's been the clubhouse manager for over 20 years. Oh, wow. My man, New York Heat. Just just chilling? Yeah, I was going to say CC. I see you and CC working out all the time. Yeah, no, nah, CC's an animal, man. He, he did his thing this morning. Okay, wow, look at this. It's right. like, how many times have you worked out today? It's midday. Uh, almost two. Almost two? I did one long one. Okay. And then I'm about to go hit the bike because it's like 65 right now. Yeah, might, go yeah, get yeah. A, might go get a little espresso, a little Turkish coffee or something. Respect. Um, I, yeah, this is great. But uh, the, the wrestling stuff is amazing. Like, you'll always 
mention, especially 90s wrestling, 80s wrestling, you know, even in Sub-Zero, Rock Bottom through the Buffet, all that stuff. That's right. It's great. Um, and I recently, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, I recently read or I saw a clip. Is it true that your favorite, again, Kindred Spirits, Bret Hart is your favorite of all time? He, I mean, if we had to fucking go through it, the excellence of execution is my guy. Wow, me too. Yeah. That's my man. I, I, I Canadian mean, royalty. There's no doubt about it. Why I him? Mean, I, he just, he never, he was just the consummate professional and he never, it was always real. He just made everything look so real. And it's like, just his style was so amazing. Like breathing heavy with the mouth open, the hair all crazy, disheveled, the back trip to the fucking sharpshooter. Like it's just the, it's just classic. Those moves that get get strung together and dialed up, they just live in my memory forever. I love that video game in your house. Mm. That was a low key, like Mortal Kombat style wrestling mm. game that's fucking underrated. I love that fucking game. I used to smash everybody with that. I also love Vader. Okay. Yeah, He's got it to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, I like there's so many wrestlers that I love. New Jack. I love Dreamer, Bubba. I love the Dudleys, like Sabu. There's so many guys. I, I'm just, I was a, I'm a fanboy. I'm a fucking, I'm a fanboy. Would you go to those WWF events in the 90s at MSG and like when WrestleMania? I, told, I was at 10. I was you were at, at 10? I was 100%. Owen versus Brett? Yep. I Come. was at and And the ladder match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Razor and uh, Shawn Michaels. I was also at that. I was at the the dark show where they fucking where they broke the click hundred percent. What I didn't know. I used all to this. go to a lot of those house shows. Wow. Yeah, the house shows were the ones that they came around all the time. You know. Like, yeah. And those weren't televised. You were at the click, the curtain yeah. call. Yep. Did you understand what was going on? Like, did you realize no. there? No. I had no idea. I was just like, yo, they're all in there together. That's sick. <laughs> but I didn't realize that, like, yo. That something crazy's happening. Wow. Like they all broke out. I realized, but I just was like, you know, sometimes it would be like a Royal Rumble type of situation where where heads would come out. You know, sometimes yeah. they came out. Everyone came from the back. So I just thought it was that. Wow. And and WrestleMania 10, where were you? Like where were you sitting? If you see the X where everyone's coming out, I was up top on the other side, like really high. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Mom. You and your mom? Yeah, me and my mom. And that was the day I, I remember who I met. There was like one famous dude that I met and it was Latimer from the program. <laughs> <laughs> like around that time, he was popping. So he was in the front row and he's at the foot. He was massive, like six foot eight, the huge jaw. He had the fucking black motorcycle jacket on. I remember it like it was yesterday coming down the escalators. Why'd you go with your mom? That was my ride. my ride or die. That's who takes me. Was she a fan? No, she just did everything that I ever wanted. She's the fucking best ever. She was you. You guys were inseparable. You're a mama's boy. Still, still, always. How is she doing now? She's great. Yeah, she's really good. She's she's like uh, she's third level in Pilates. Wow, which is pretty next level at seventy eight years old. Damn, she's she's an instructor. She just does it. Nah, she just got into it when I started working. How did she fucking? She's just killing it. Wow. She's doing things I never thought I'd ever see my mother do, like fucking planking for two minutes, and she's just killing it. She's doing a thing. And she wasn't Impressive. doing this before 2020? She wasn't doing any of this? 
No, she's always been like trying to be health conscious, but not this. Okay. Like putting herself through some physical work is good. Um, so, so, all right. So we'll get to MMA. Uh, you were just hanging with Alex Volkanovsky. Oh, hell yeah. I saw Peter Luger's right. Yeah. What was that like? Took him to get some steaks. It was good. Yeah. Nice guy. This whole team is nice. I I met, I think I met the camera guy when I was in Zealand last time when he was with Izzy. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Were yeah. you guys were you guys filming something? You were just hanging out. He was filming some content for himself. I just came. I just wanted to have a steak, get the guy some potatoes and some fucking meat. What are you liking right now in MMA? Like, what's getting you? You know, what's everything. getting you hyped? Everything you're watching. Everything. everything. There's so many. There's so many. There's so many. There's so many uh, storylines in every division at this point. So it's like I'm just excited every week. My you're guy Chito is fighting April 30th. That's right. I'm hoping that one more fight, get him a shot, you know? Maybe this this went over Rob, and then you know, I don't know if one more, but, you know, you never know. One more, uh, the next one, see what happens with I, Aldo. Aldo wins, or if they fucking make that fight. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things happening. What do you think about Aljo and Jan? <laughs> he beat him. He beat him, bro. He beat him. <laughs> he fucking beat him. Like he straight up, he won. I watched. I watched every second. I watched it three times. He won. Yeah, it was. Uh, Jan can't. He does. He, when you're helpless in a position, that should mean something. Mm-hmm. He was helpless. It was like Aljo wasn't helpless on his feet. You know, he, he like in the third, in the, in the fourth and fifth round. Yeah, obviously he fucking was playing games to try and try and get him down. Like you said, he gave it up. But in the positions where it mattered, Jan was fucking helpless with him on his back. He could not do a damn thing. It was, he, he could have been in that position for three days. Mm-hmm. It was what? surreal. After how the first fight went, yeah, to see him that dominant in the second and third. Um, you want to see him fight TJ or, or, or Aldo? I, I'd like to see the TJ fight. Yeah, yeah. I'd you don't, like care. To see you don't care about that PED stuff. I like it all. <laughs> nah, the PED stuff, like it, it doesn't really. Oh, you're the fucking man. The PED stuff. If he's off it, he's off it. What are you gonna do? He did it. He he fessed up, and that's it. Just move on. You can't keep beating a dead horse. You know. So they're testing him now. As long as he's not on it, and everything's fair, you fight now. You see who that better man is. He didn't lose the belt. You know. You mm-hmm. got to come back. You like Hamza? Do I like him? Yeah, of course. It's fucking crazy. Thought that fight was unbelievable. Gilbert, yeah. but I, you know, like that, I, that was not going to be a walk in the park at, at any point. Not on the feet, not on the floor. There's just no way. Hamza versus Colby, you like that? I love that. I fucking love that. The thing is this, Hamza's ferocious. He comes with fer- ferocity. You know, Kobe has tenacity, but he's ferocious. You know, he's fucking ferocious. He wants to hurt you and like, he, and but he's still doing it in a calm manner. He's not like over overcompensating for really trying to hurt you for like over punching or over over wrestling in a certain position. He just his everything is clean and perfect, mm-hmm. right? I mean, but he showed heart. There's no doubt about it. Gilbert put it on him, bro. Gilbert put it on him. In another world, I could see that another way. You know, Gilbert put it on him. What about Diaz? It's kind of messed up with Nick or Nathan. Nathan. 
I just don't understand what they're doing. Like, why are they doing this? It's frustrating. The guy's been, the guy's been fucking, you know, he's been a workhorse and a legend forever. Like, why are we doing this? Like, why, why do this to the people that, that are your legends in the sport? Why do this? Yeah. I don't it's, get it. It's hard to watch. Get him that, like, he's offered to fight so many different people. Like, what's going on? I know. Even I don't like, know behind the scenes work, so I'm not going to pretend like I fucking know, but we need to get him a fight. Let him move on with his career in some capacity. You want to see Jones Huh? You want to see Jones Stipe? I'd like to see I'd like to see Jones fight somebody. Yeah. I'd like to see him fight somebody. Jones Stipe, I mean shit, man. I love Stipe, but that, I don't know if that's totally fair for him, you know, like getting like the I think Stipe should get a shot, title shot. You know, he already has a win over him. They're one and one. Give him the trilogy. Against Francis? Fuck it. You want to see it again? Why not? Give him another shot, bro. It's 1-1. One, one. It's only right. It's only right. It's only right. This, everyone gets a trilogy. Right. It's only right. I'd like to see Jones fight somebody. I mean, for me, you know, I, I know how I feel about it. I thought he was the best fight I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So he's number one in any weight division he goes to, in my opinion. I think that he's beating anybody. He loses to Stipe, in my opinion. Well, it's, that's the beauty of this game. Yeah. I can't wait to see that. And if that happens, I'm equally as happy because it's just like, it's just beautiful. It's like, it's poetry. This is sport. Um, I'm going to let you go in a couple of seconds. I just want to give you a, a few uh, quick ones here, okay? Yes, sir. We were debating this on the MMA Hour recently, and I'd love your take. Greatest diss track of all time. What is it? <laughs> oh, man. Maybe no Vaseline by Ice Cube. Wow. Okay. I said hit him up. I mean, that's a good one, too. That is a good one. But I feel like every song Tupac made at that time was a diss track. But that one is like the diss track of all diss tracks, no? It is. It's a good one. There's no, it's a, it's, it's a hard hitter. Mm-hmm. It's a hard hitter. But yeah, no, I mean, no Vaseline just for the vulgarity of the situation, you know? My guy in New York Rick was saying ether. I mean, Jay-Z's opposition to that is pretty next level also. That's right. You know, like, he had a mind. He brought Michael Jackson out at Summer Jam, bro. Like, he brought Michael Jackson out. It's not like you're bringing anybody. You're bringing Michael Jackson out at Summer Jam, Hot 97 Festival. There's nothing that... It's like bringing Prince out at fucking, like, right now. So I, It's not right. even the capacitor. Just bringing Mike out is next level. That's fair. That's it. By the way, did, did you ever meet Biggie? No. Never mind. No, he was gone. He was yeah. gone way before my time. Yeah. Um, but uh, Passover just wrapped up while we're sure recording did. this. Uh, favorite Passover dish? Did you did you partake with your mom? Do you do anything? I like to make a. I like to make kugel. Mm. I like, you know, it's not really like something that people do well, but I've discovered how to make it incredibly delicious. I like like mac and cheese, so noodle kugel kind of mimics okay. that for me. Because you could go potato or, or noodle. You could. Oh, you could do a mixture. You oh, can you make the noodles with potato. Interesting. Oh, and what do you do? Just noodles? I just, I, I sometimes I mix it up. I do noodles and breadcrumb. You do noodles in different situations just to make a different te- uh, different textures. Um, would you put do you put fruit in it like raisins and stuff like that? I don't I don't do a sweet one. Oh, okay. interesting. Okay, I do more of a savory one with onion and stuff like that. So it almost mimics like a mac and cheese or like a 
or like a stuffing. And, and, and now that you're health conscious, will you have matzo ball soup or no? 100%. Okay. Yeah. Health con- matzo ball is the healthiest thing you could eat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Are you kidding me? Uh, w- why hasn't Pitbull gone back to you in six years? You know what? He D- his team DM'd me, but I get they wouldn't give me his number. <laughs> give me- I just wanted to talk to him. I didn't want to talk to the team. They want to set what? something up. I just want to holler like, yo, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long, man. Like, we have business. Like, we literally have business. I have a song right now that I wanted to do a remix with. Me, MF Doom, and Pitbull. I already got Doom on it. All we need was Pitbull. And this was from 2015. It's been a long time. Okay, and you're waiting for the hit you up. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, are you able to watch some of your old stuff? Like, can you go back and watch early days? I, I've been talking to, like, I was talking to Logan Paul about this. He can't watch his old stuff. I, I, I sense from like the greats that it it. I can't even watch stuff from. And I'm not calling myself a great, but like it's hard. It's really hard for me to watch last month's stuff, let alone nine years ago stuff. What about for you? Yeah, it's it's shocking actually. I watched the episode recently when I was in Kosovo, and I was so happy. I thought I was killing it, bro. I was, fucking walking house <laughs> everyone's laughing and hugging me and kissing me i'm fucking a walking house literally it was crazy but i'm able to watch it all because i've i've gone through all kinds of like but as of like two three four years ago was the, the worst so from that era that's fucking heavy duty mm-hmm. but i still find some sort of beauty in myself good man i don't hate everything about everything that's good. I'm happy. I had a nice shirt on. You, I mean, My you're lovable. hair looked good. Huh? You're lovable. You were lovable. Well, that's the thing. I don't want to just be lovable. I want to be fuckable. Okay. <laughs> that's a great one. Lovable. I want the I want to. Don't just kiss me here. Yeah, kiss me there. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> is, is this album your last one? Nah, I'm doing. I'm fucking. I'll never stop until I don't want to anymore. Until it's not fun. It's still fun for me. You know, I enjoy it. Because you said signing off in Sub Zero, so I wasn't sure if that meant like you're signing off, signing off. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not signing off totally. All right. Nah, nah. I'm. I'm. I'm here to stay. I've been here for a long time, and I'm not going anywhere. I feel like I'm aging really well. Beautifully. I'm preserved. I'm. I have lots of natural preservatives. No sulfites. I love you, man. You're the best. Love you too, brother. You're the man. Action. Congrats. You're an inspiration. Enjoy the tour coming up. Good luck with the new album dropping April Thank 29th. You, Cocodilo Turbo. You got to get right. the you got to get the Drilo. Uh, right. And yo, say hello to Montreal. I haven't been to Montreal in months now. I got it's, you. It's a tragedy. Anywhere I should go eat that you remember? Yeah, everywhere. Um, like a low-key I, spot. Chinatown. You know anything good over there? Chinatown. They got oh. some good dumplings over there. Have you been From to Orange? Have you been to the Orange Julep? I have not. That's a place I need to go. Man, it's a massive orange, like a massive orange. Yeah. On Dakari, literally, you know, it'd be sick. By the way, literally steps from TriStar. I might have to show up. Yeah, imagine you and, Farad, and where you at, Farad? <laughs> you at GSP. I, we won't get into when I hooked you up with one of the all-time greats to do a training session and fell you through. Sure did. But I, I mean, could do. I had fucking the Rona, bro. Uh, oh, that's what happened. I had the Rona. Yeah, you set uh, me up. Listen, you set me up with DC, uh, and I got the Rona. Damn. And I didn't want to go see him. It was bad. 
It was after I came back from Mel Gibson gave it to me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> How do you know it was I, him? Because it was only me and him during the prelims, and he was all up in my face talking. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. I was so excited about you and DC doing a video together training. I mean, uh, it would have been next I mean, level. Just, I would still like to I'd still like to get that done at some point. Yeah. All right, we'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah. Orange Julep, when you're in Montreal, tell them Hilwani sent you. Done. Love you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you doing this. Peace, my brother. All right, there you have it. Action Bronson, legend. I mean, an absolute inspiration. Like I said, a renaissance man. He is on tour right now. He's got the new album. He's got uh, the, the, the new single out. He's got the new tour ongoing. He's got a ton of stuff. And it's always he's always doing something. He's, he's teaming up with this person. He's dropping that. He's got this going on. The guy is a machine. And then you wake up at any point no matter where you live, and he's working out, and he's carrying weights and and and, and dumbbells and and all these. Th- I mean, he's doing like a hundred, you know, push-ups off the side of the road. The guy's nuts. He's an absolute machine, but he's a joy to talk to. I enjoy talking to him very much, and I hope you did as well. And so, I want to thank him very much for his time. I want to thank all of you uh, for your continued support. If you want to watch this interview, and it's fun to watch action as well, he's always in a nice state. Um, if you get what I'm saying, go to youtube.com slash Ariel Hawani. That's where you can find this conversation, all our previous conversations. We've had a lot of great ones over the last few weeks. So go check those out. Please, if you can rate, download, subscribe, review, comment, do all those things that people say help these types of shows. I appreciate it very much. You give us a five star. Great. You give us a little rating. Great. A little download. Great. A little comment. Great. I appreciate all those things more than you know. Love doing this show. Happy we're back. And uh, it's good to come back with someone like Action Bronson. So again, thanks to him. Thanks to the production team. Most importantly, thanks to all of you for continuing to support this little engine that could. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye.